Hello again, everybody. I am the Common Sense American. I hope you're having a very good week so far, and thank you for tuning in. If you're familiar with what I've done in the past, you know I tend to address a wide variety of topics, and uh, that includes everything from the pandemic to immigration to inflation and everything in between. This week, I want to focus on something that, uh, well, it's a word, it's a term I saw this past week. Uh, a friend of mine shared an article from Zero Hedge, and it was about the, quote, crapification of, uh, of, of goods and services in America and, and the downward spiral that we're seeing. And that's really what I want to talk about. I have touched on this before in terms of uh, people just not seeming to do their jobs very well. There's a, a overall poor quality in terms of what we produce and the services behind them. And it just seems to be getting worse. And this uh, article really drove that home, especially in comparison to how this country used to run, how it used to function, the, the goods and services it produced, the products it made. And um, the change is indicative of a society in decline, just one of the many changes that proves the society is in decline. I don't, you can be as patriotic as you wish to be, the, the, the evidence is there. Um, and it's the point I really want to make is that when you start to see the individual uh, everyday services and goods that we all use, when that system shows cracks, not in terms of the availability of what we're producing, but in terms of the quality of what we're producing and how it's being distributed and how it's being backed up by those who make it and those who are supposed to help you with it, uh, you will notice a very disturbing trend that my family, my parents and grandparents over the years had always talked about and had said was accelerating and absolutely continues to accelerate at an alarming pace. And I believe it do, that it's due to the increasing tolerance for incompetence. You know, everybody has to have a job, and if everybody's becoming increasingly incompetent, you're going to have increasingly incompetent work staffs and people who can't do the job that they're assigned to do. Uh, employers just have immense difficulty finding anybody even willing to show up to work, let alone be able to do the job in the way they're supposed to be able to do the job. And we're not talking about, you know, brain surgeons and astronauts. We're talking about the simplest stuff. The simplest things, like answering phones and helping you with a particular problem of an appointment or something. It seems like all of this has broken down very quickly. In the span of only a few weeks, and I, because I work from home, I don't go out as often as other people. And even the little bit that I do, it's painfully obvious everywhere I go. It doesn't matter what I do. Uh, whether I'm, you know, trying to, whether I'm just getting a sandwich at Panera or looking for something in a store or uh, dealing with a customer service rep on a phone, what, whatever it is. Everything takes much longer than it used to. The results are much uh, less acceptable than they were. And the cost is higher than ever. And the combination of all these factors points towards that very steep and concerning decline. 
And it's not, we were talking about the supply chain at the end of last year and how it's such a big problem uh, along with inflation and people can't get anything and do, do largely to the pandemic. And yes, okay, that, that's true. But I want to talk more about the human chain that we're seeing. Uh, the, the, the issues were there well before the pandemic and once again are, are still there and are coming back after the pandemic, people going back to work and things starting to move a little bit again. But it's be it's now it's cast into stark relief just how uh, bad things have gotten. Uh, my parents have been in business for almost forty years, and they deal with businesses and companies and distributors every day, and it has never been worse than it is now. It's so bad; it's you almost you have to spend the entire day on the phone just to keep your doors open because they can't get anything right. It's not just one company. It's not just a, a few people. It seems to be across the board. You have to talk to seven different people before you can even get close to an answer on what you're calling about. And it's not exactly an exotic question that you're asking. It's not a, uh, an uncommon problem that you have. And yet, they can't seem to deal with it. They can't get you to the right person. Once you get there, they can't seem to deal with it. And yes, the language barrier is worse than ever. And I'm sorry, but it is, and it always has been. Now it just seems worse. They cannot, I've reached the point now where, unfortunately, I'm just starting to hang up. Uh, if they can't even understand the first six words out of my mouth, which are very, very simple, then how are they going to understand anything that I'm going to ask them? If this has nothing to do with racism or nationalism, or you want the whole country to speak English, just shut up. If I go to France... And I apply for a job in consumer goods or customer service, and I will be dealing with the French populace. Then the person who's hiring me better damn be damn sure that I can speak fluent French, and I have to be able to do that, or I can't have that job. Yes, of course they speak multiple languages. We do here too. But the, if the, whatever the primary one of that country is, you need to be able to speak it, or you can't have that job. So it's nothing to do with anything else, just common sense. Because when you don't, customer service and all the services surrounding it breaks down. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. It's not just that. It's uh, these massive companies especially that hire hundreds and hundreds of people. And they can, none of them can seem to be able to fix the simplest of things. And when they do, it takes a while. And that's just on the phone. If you talk to somebody in person, you try and get some... Yeah, I, I would say, just in the past six months or so, of any orders I may have placed in restaurants or anything like that, I would say 30 to 40% of the time, they don't get it completely right. They either forget something, uh, something takes 100 times too long, or whatever, some part of the order is just incorrect. And that is a simply unacceptable level of incompetence. I understand that people make mistakes, but we've done this it's okay bullcrap for so long that it's now impacting our daily lives and the very backbone of society in terms of what we get, what we have to get, what we count on. Why can't they fix these things? Why can't these things be done? The crapification goes beyond just a lowering of quality of the goods and products. It extends to the people as well. I've spoken several times about things, uh, people in my family, we, we get used to fixing things. We, we believe things should last a while. 
um, and and people don't know how to fix anything. So of course they just keep buying things, and this contributes to the problem in a lot of ways. And manufacturers have long since adopted the principle that forget about uh, producing. A, something that's going to last you for the rest of your life will produce something that might last you five years and you have to buy another one. That's great for business, except obviously we're buying crap. Um, I've used the example of certain pieces of equipment that I've used, like a, a mower that I have from 1974 that I just keep using. These things were built to last a lifetime. Yes, you're going to have to replace certain parts here and there. They do wear out, but the foundation of it was built to last your life. It's an, it was expensive. It's an expensive thing. But I, I don't even, I don't believe it was more expensive. If you count for inflation, I don't think it was any more expensive then than what they are now. You pay three grand for a new mower now, you're lucky if you get five, ten years out of it. This thing's going to go 50. Nothing, nothing. No, no mower does that now. That's just one example. Um, we have homes are built extremely poorly, slipshod, the cheapest materials you can find, um, press board everything. It's unless you spend a lot, unless you go out. I mean, these materials still do exist, the good stuff. But unless you spend a ton and go out of your way, you are going to end up with just a really, really poorly constructed home. They're going to take the cheapest way out, the easiest way out. And we're seeing this everywhere. Everything takes far longer. Whatever estimate they give you, add a few months. And all of this in a time when things should be flying. We have the fastest form of communication ever known to man, and you still can't get anywhere. It still takes all day to get anywhere with certain uh, people at certain times. The crapification, it's a great word, of everything that we count on, everything that we need to work and is not working. You all have gone out. You've, you've seen it yourselves. You're starting to notice it. You're starting to see that the simplest things that used to not take much time and be pretty straightforward suddenly are a little more or a lot more problematic. There's just more snags than ever. What we have to worry about is this getting so bad that the basic uh, fundamentals of, of life just starts to break down. You know, we're, we're going to have people in positions, you know, they can't keep your phone going. They can't keep your things start to fail. You know, the only thing I can say that we have that's any good are electronics. It seems to be the only product we can create that's pretty reliable and that we all seem to have to live with. Everything beyond that, especially in the manufacturing field, is just terrible. I have people who have worked in the manufacturing field and they constantly tell me about how far the standards have fallen uh, in regards to um, the quality of the goods they're producing. And the materials just keep getting cheaper and shoddier. They keep coming from China and Thailand and no, we're not going to make them here. And, and the cheaper it is, the, the easier it is to, to produce and the easier it is to sell, apparently. We're, we are, the, the, the key to all of this is that America is not demanding that quality return. We're starting to become disturbingly okay with this crapification. We are accepting this. We are accepting low quality food for shockingly exorbitant prices at these terrible chain restaurants that everybody else in the civilized world around the globe 
laughs at. They can't believe we even call it food. We have uh, people in positions of real power who aren't really acknowledging this, who are saying, uh, you know, well, our problem is inflation. Yeah, inflation is a problem. But our bigger problem is that we have a populace that is so used to being fed garbage that they're just expecting it and dealing with it and not demanding that manufacturers and those in the customer service and consumer goods industry up their game. Because they're going to have to. You can't keep foisting all of this garbage on the populace and expect them to keep buying it. There are a lot of people, I'm telling you right now, who are starting to learn a bit more about fixing things on their own because every single thing they seem to buy sucks. It falls apart. It doesn't last anywhere near as long as it does. And if it doesn't, even if there's a warranty on it, good luck getting that fixed. Good luck getting it served. Good luck you'll spend half the day trying to, you know, struggle with it. Struggle with the people behind it. We are starting to hire people who cannot do these jobs or who won't do these jobs, who are not either, either they're not properly trained or they're not capable of accepting that training because of a language barrier or because they have a laziness issue. Whatever the issue, no one can seem to do much of anything. It's when I, I used to work, I had a, when I was in college, I had a part-time job at a mall. And at the time I had to wear a shirt, a tie, a name tag. No jeans were allowed. No sneakers were allowed. I had to, no hats were allowed. You had to be presentable. You had to look a customer in the eye and say, hi, how are you? What can I help you with? You had to know your product. I actually went through an interview with the guy, uh, with the manager of the store, who asked me bunches of questions about the products we were selling to make sure that I would be able to deal with customer questions. I don't think this ever happens anymore. A that was just a low-end, part-time, simple job for a college kid. We're not doing that now with full-time jobs. People, you walk up to somebody in Walmart, half the time they don't know where anything is, where if you're going to ask them. And, the other, and a good percentage of the time they don't speak English at all. How is this helping us? You want to talk about political correctness and equity and all that crap? None of this is working. You want to hire these people? That's fine. They better be trained and they better be properly trained. Because they're not. And every time we come in contact with it, we become more disillusioned with the entire structure. And we start to pull back. And we start to say, you know, none of this is really working. Every single thing I try to do, things that a few years ago, just a few years ago, used to be pretty simple, pretty straightforward, just a part of everyday life. Now it's a struggle. Now they can't get my order right. Now I can't... Um, Every time I buy something that I expect to last five or six years, it's done in a year. Or I expect it to last, it's expensive. I expect it to go 10 years. It's done in three years. And, when I, and of course, all of these things are ridiculously expensive. And the quality of it continues to go down. Used markets, uh, things like on Craigslist and, and eBay are sort of exploding because people are so annoyed with having to buy new all the time and having them die over and over and over and over again. And the result is a lot of people who just can't figure, they go, well, I just have to deal with it because, you know, I can't do it. And the people, are, these are the only people who I can go to and they kind of suck at it. So we're all kind of at a crossroads. Well, you're not really. What really needs to happen is we need to up the bar again. We need to raise that bar. We need to put the standards back where it was. The standard of 
interacting with the consumer and the customer needs to go much higher than it is way back to where it used to be. The product quality needs to come back. And the only way I see this happening is if basically the consumers uh, rise up en masse and say, we're not accepting this anymore. This is junk. And you're charging top dollar for junk. And we're not, we're just, I'm not buying it. And I think a part of that is America needing to acknowledge that a good percentage, a surprising percentage of what it buys on a weekly basis is not necessary. And your quote-unquote upgrade is not as necessary as you think. Uh, we used to, I came from an era, and this was not that long ago, and of course my, my parents and grandparents certainly came from the era where it was, if it's not broke, if it's not broken it's working, they would never buy a new one. Doesn't matter what it is. It didn't make any sense. Why would you do that? The only people who did that were wealthy people. Now everybody thinks they should be able to do that. If they can't buy the newest or the latest and greatest, regardless of what whether or not what they already have is working, they feel slighted. We are the most spoiled populace in the world, and now we're starting to pay for it because we can't do anything, and we're starting to be fed garbage, and we have no choice but to accept it because we can't do things on our own. We can't make things for ourselves. We can't fix things for ourselves. And we're ha we have no choice but to reward the garbage and the junk because we have to buy it, A, because we think we do, and in the times when we actually need it, we can't do anything about it on our own. The crapification extends across the board. And... If we're going to fix it, we need to fix ourselves. We need to fix what goes into all of this uh, from a foundational standpoint. Stop accepting that everything is declining in quality. Stop going to restaurants with poor food. Educate yourself on what food really should be and should taste like. And stop thinking you're saving any money at all. I could eat for a week. Uh, basic ingredients, the cost of basic ingredients, and what it will cost go once to stupid chilies or some such garbage place. All of these things need to be need to be addressed and considered. There's no reason to go buy something again if what you have is working. Problem is, many times it does stop working, and then you're just sort of left. You got to get this because you can't live without it. Many times, you know what you can. You need to reassess every single. I'd say middle class uh, family on the planet in this country right now has a ton of crap that they never use and don't even know what it is, where it is. They have basements, attics, garages crammed full of thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of wasted product that is either old or broken or bought that they never even needed. And that, that just clutters everything up. So we have a ton of stuff, more stuff, S-T-U-F-F, -F, stuff, than any human civilization has ever had. And the overwhelming majority is either useless or garbage. That's the key here. We are amassing wild amounts of crap for no reason at all. We could be saving ourselves huge amounts of money. We could be saving ourselves huge amounts of pain and aggravation and keeping this stuff around and trying to store it and move it and keep it when it serves zero purpose. 
And we need to start holding manufacturers and people in customer service accountable. These people need to be able to do their jobs better. And if they can't do their jobs better, then we should not be uh, giving them our business. I know it can be hard in certain situations. I know you think, oh, well, I can't get away with not. I have to. Yeah, look at that real closely. There are only a certain, uh, very few items in life that are actual necessities. Very often, you may find yourself dealing with, uh, a, you know, customer service or whatever in terms of trying to fix a junky product that you bought. Without, and then you, if you think about it, you're like, wait a minute, do I even need this thing? What, what's even the point? Why am I wasting my day with this? Then you won't buy it again. Then you'll start to realize. Then these companies at some point are going to have to realize, um, you know, we're, we're going to have to fix this. We're going to have to actually provide quality. And if the price is this bad, the price, the cost is out of control on everything. And I, that is partly due to inflation. But you know what? We were paying a lot of money for crap before the pandemic. Now we're just paying more for crap. And we're going to have to react. The populace has to react to this. In the capitalist structure, it's the people who determine if it succeeds. And the people have to stand up and say, no, we're not accepting this. We demand better. We demand that you up your game on this because we're getting cheated on this. And you guys are making a ton of money on garbage product and garbage service. Am I saying that there aren't people out there in those industries that don't do the best they possibly can? No, of course not. What I'm saying is that there isn't anyone among us who hasn't experienced exactly what I'm talking about multiple times, probably in just the past few months, maybe in the past few days, depending on how much you're out in the world. You're noticing it. I know you are. Things are not better, they're worse. You're starting to go, you know, I, I have to deal with things myself more often than I ever did. Despite all the availability of stuff, despite all the services that we supposedly had, I'm still, it's all increasingly becoming up to me to maintain my, my lifestyle and to maintain uh, the things that I have. And that is a good thing. That's a good thing on every conceivable level. That's just, that, that's what we need. And it's the only way things are going to start to change. And when we get past the crapification, when we get back to a time when uh, businesses were proud of the products they produced and proud of their, their customer service and proud, of, it, it's, there is a direct correlation, it seems, between things like, you know, the large size of certain companies like Walmart, like Target, like Amazon, where they really don't give a crap about you. And they never did. Um, try and deal with their customer service. Have fun with that. I... You want to frequent smaller stores, and, and, and you will get much better service and much better knowledge. Uh, there's a local hardware store near me that's been in business for 60, 70 years. And, you know, they've struggled along. A Lowe's came in, or a Home Depot, uh, just down the road, probably a couple miles, and it did hurt them, but it didn't put them out of business. Why? Because the people who actually need some knowledge and some understanding want to get in and out, keep going to the hardware store because when you go to Home Depot, you just got a giant warehouse full of stuff. You might find somebody who could help. Maybe they might point you in the right direction, but chances are they know very little about the uh, product you're looking for or the problem you're facing, nor do they know very much about the product itself. As opposed to the people at the hardware store who've done it their entire lives, passed on generation to generation, they know more than you could probably ever hope to know about the problem you're facing, and especially about the products they have. They know exactly where it is, and if they don't have it, they know exactly when it's going to arrive. 
and they can help you with questions. They're right there all the time. You're in, you're out. You've got plenty of knowledge and you've got exactly what you needed. That is happening more and more on the smaller level. You start to get up too high and you start to get into the size of these businesses and corporations. They start to become less and less and less useful. And we have to start acknowledging that and not accept it. And only then will those giant pins start to tumble. And only then will we start to realize, hey, you know what? This is not better. This is not easier. This is, these giant warehouse places are supposed to be for convenience and ease. You know what? Things are not cheaper there and they're not better. The products are far inferior and the people there are way inferior. I'm sorry, but they are. They're completely useless. So anyway, all of this, you know, I know in a lot of cases I'm speaking generally and I'm making generalizations. I understand that. I'm just trying to get this out there. And because this is a real thing, it's a real issue, it's a real problem. There are other people talking and writing about it. And that's why I think, you know, we all need to acknowledge it. So I just wanted to put that out there. I'm sure a lot of people have seen it and experienced it. Uh, and so I'm just putting voice to it. That's all. And I appreciate you listening. And um, definitely uh, feel free to share with friends and family if you think they're going to like what I say. And uh, I appreciate your time. And I'll see you again next week. Thank you.